Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Duel. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me. Are they originals? Are they clones? I don't know. Shabazz? Hello, my best friend, Daniel. How are you today? Okay, definitely a clone. And ah, Anthony. I'm a clone. You a clone. <laughs> world a clone. Wait, you used that recently. Where was it? Uh, we were talking about clones. Yeah, I think I, I think it was either was it on an episode too? I think it was, it was on an episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, it was like an actual like main episode. And I always think of whenever I hear clones, I think of Clone Wars, and I also yes, think of, of um, you know the, uh, the Mad TV Arnold Schwarzenegger skit yeah. about clones and how everyone's yeah. a clone and he just couldn't get over being a clone. Like, it's just it's so funny because clones they just replicate and they replicate true. and they're always around. They're do- and, and I think this is this is the thing. It's a hot time for clones right now. I think we're seeing a lot of clones and it's clone season. You know, we're seeing a lot of clone shows. We had that Paul Rudd show. We had Swan Song with um, Mahershala. We had clone Us High's a couple years back. ago. Clone High is coming back. Gemini Man is kind of like a clone of, I guess, Will Smith, yeah. right? There's there's a lot of different clone things happening. There's probably a, like a lot more recent ones too that we're not uh, talking about, but it's it's clone season. It is clone season, definitely. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. We have a great episode out right now that you can listen to where we cover everything that's going on with Netflix. You could also catch our review for The Offer, which is a brand new Paramount Plus show, which is about the making of The Godfather. Um, make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write to the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. I also want to make sure that you follow us on youtube.com slash themoviepodcast. Anthony, could you tell us a little bit about the work that you've been doing on YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, I've been um, I've been taking a lot of these episodes and posting them on YouTube to kind of engage with a different audience that are that is not just on our podcast feed. Uh, but if you are on our podcast feed and you would like to subscribe, you can go ahead to our YouTube page, subscribe. We occasionally have videos up there. We do a lot of our interviews uh, video wise, so you'll see you know Daniel or me or Shay interviewing our stars that we have on our show, but you'll actually visually see it. So it's always good to have like all these different mediums to um, engage with. But yeah, if you're a fan of the show, please go subscribe on YouTube. We are looking to get those numbers up and um, bring more content to towards uh, our new people. Uh, to our new people, exactly, to our clones as well. Uh, and like Andy said, yeah, I, I did want to shout out, we have so many incredible, we've been really lucky to have so many incredible special guests join us on the movie podcast over the last couple years. This year especially, you know, we had Qu- uh, Ki Hui Kwan uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once join us to talk about his comeback to Hollywood and uh, everything that's just so special in that film. So definitely go check it out. And there's so many more reviews and interviews that you can listen to there. So definitely go check everything out that we have going on. We're heading into a very, it's not just clone season. It's also a very busy season when it comes to movies and Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness is coming up very, very soon. So you'll be able to catch our review for it next Tuesday, I believe at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So stay tuned for that. I am so excited to share with the world what we think about it. I'm so excited for us to watch it because it's coming up very soon. But the movie we are talking about today is called 
Duel. This is directed by Riley Stearns, and it stars Karen Gillan, uh, Balula Cole, Theo James, and Aaron Paul. This film premiered earlier this year at the Sundance Film Festival, and it is opening to Toronto, Ottawa, Kingston, and Kitchener on Friday, April 29th. So that is this week by our friends at VVS. Thank you to them for sending us this film for review. Um, this film was also produced by RLJE Films. If you know, if you think that name sounds familiar, it's because they also uh, released a film that we spoke about we spoke about we spoke about back in december called silent nights which i think we'll have some comparisons to that film in this uh, in this review uh but i'm going to kick it off to shay to tell you what it's all about upon receiving a terminal diagnosis sarah opts for a cloning procedure to ease her loss on her friends and family when she makes a sudden and miraculous recovery her attempts to decommission her clone fail leading to a court mandated duel to the death now she has one year to train her mind and body for the fight of her life. Very interesting, I think, just concept for a film. I think a really cool, interesting, very like cool. a very cool, uh, cool and interesting, like like you have to now kill someone who is you. And I, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Would you be able to do it, Jay? Kill you or kill someone that looks like you? Uh, wait, okay. Then we definitely had this conversation on the show recently. We definitely did. Because I was going to say, weren't, this. weren't we saying we were going to trade off on killing each other's clones? I think we talked about it on the, the Monday's episode. We talked about yeah. killing each other or killing each other's clones. I can't remember. I just think oh I my landed God, on yeah. killing you. Yeah, I think you land on killing me. <laughs> I was going to kill Anthony's. Anthony was going to kill yours. And I was yeah. just going to... Or I guess I think maybe you guys team up and kill mine and then just go I'll hang out up, with your own I'll, clones. I'll take it up with myself. <laughs> There's no need. I'll make it a mission. <laughs> There's no need. Uh, Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off with your first reaction to Duel. Yeah, so going into Duel, I remember talking about this on our one of our episodes, I think two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um. I really dug the trailer because, you know, it had like this dark comedy vibe to it. And it was the same director as The Art of Self-Defense, which I I liked. There was, you know, there it was a slower paced film, but it did have a lot of comedy and it had that dry, um, blunt humor, which I expected from this, uh, this movie. So, going into it, I, you know, after watching it, I I didn't get the same vibe from it. I didn't get the same connection that I got from his previous mo- uh, film, Mr. I believe his name is Stearns, Riley Stearns. Um, the movie to me became super boring. And I know that the, the synopsis sounded really good, but it became really boring because you go into this world where the characters are very blunt and robotic and you don't get like a s- sense of like action that's going to ramp up like this idea of I have to kill my clone. Right. It's just very slow and melodic and you just get bored with what you're watching and it, it sucked because I was really, really interested in getting like diving into this film. I thought it was going to be a lot more funnier. It, it wasn't for me. I didn't, I laughed at a couple of things. Um, but overall, the experience of this film was underwhelming compared to what the trailer was I was expecting from that trailer. Uh, you see, you know, Aaron Paul being in this film, you just wonder, he's in it for maybe, I want to say 10 minutes, comes and goes, doesn't leave an impact. And I feel like this movie doesn't really leave an impact, especially with these two characters who are clones, who at the end of it have to like fight to the death. There's nothing really like enticing to really get you as a viewer to 
really care that one of these people are going to die. And I feel like it really focused on one person rather than maybe focusing on both characters. Right. Um, and it focuses more on Karen Gillan's character, real, real, real life, self, real other self. than what the clone is going through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just for me, uh, the, the biggest issue was keeping me engaged and I wasn't. I think, I, I think that's a great jumping off point because I think what th- the engagement for this film, I think immediately what this movie does really well is that it does a good job of getting under your skin and annoyed with the characters in this movie. And I think that's intentional. I think there's something intentional in the way they are speaking and enunciating their words and feeling very unempathetic with everything they're discussing and talking about. And it makes you very, it's very unnerving in that sense. And I was like, okay, this is very interesting. And that's, that's the kind of vibes that I was getting from silent night back when we reviewed it in December where here's a world where, you know, people talk about death and there's like no filter around it. It was just like, yep, you know, you're dying. This It's very sterile. And I kept telling like, like Shay that when I was watching, I'm like, this movie just feels so sterile. It just feels like it's just, this is what's happening. There's no color coding it. It's just right there in front of you. And that's it. And I, and I get that. And I think there's an audience for that type of movie. But when you're adding in this layer now of like, okay, this person is dying and it's horrible what's going on to, with them. And now they have to now fight their, they get a clone and then they're not dying anymore. And then their clone kind of becomes their own person. There's a lot of moments in this film that you just get super like, like annoyed at. And like, you're kind of clenching your fence of like, man, like this is bothering me though. And like, why is it this way? And it's that thing where it's like, okay, now I'm kind of questioning like, well, why is this an issue? Or why is, why is this an issue? But no, why is this isn't an issue? So there's a lot of just, I think me being conflicted throughout this film. Um, and then like it, what Anthony said, I think there is a lot of just this film where you're just watching it and it's just very slow. It's very like just methodical in its pacing and, and it's, you start to lose interest. I think about the 30 to 40 minute mark of this film, I was like, Oh my gosh, I still have an hour left of this. And it felt like it was coming closer, maybe to towards the end. Shay, I want to get you to jump in here with your reaction. Yeah, no, um, pretty much similar to you guys. The movie does a great job of making you feel uncomfortable. And I think that if that genre of movie is your bag, then this movie really hits it. It, it has very muted colors. It has a very muted palette altogether, including the expressions on the actors faces and just kind of how everything, you know, transpires. There's, it's very flat and yes. And, and I think, you know, there's a level of artistry that's there to it, but it, 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 it just made me very uncomfortable because, you know, us three, especially we, we thrive on, on the, abundance of empathy and compassion that we communicate with each other. And so when we're dealing and looking at people that are completely lacking of that, it's so hard to connect with those kind of characters too. You know, when she's talking about dying and how quick it is and her, her boyfriend really doesn't care. Her mom kind of like is, doesn't care either. It, it, it didn't register to me. I didn't understand what was happening. There was just a lot of relatability that I couldn't factor in. And then I tried to say to myself, okay, well, you know, maybe I can't relate to it, but can I still see the value in this film? And I, I still couldn't see it. I, I felt like 
I wasn't sure who the audience was for this kind of movie, but you know, there probably is because obviously there, people made this movie and they did their own research and there is a group of people that would really like this kind of film. I just think for most people out there, this is going to be a very uncomfortable experience dealing with death, dealing with the fact that you have somebody else out there who's replacing you and also dealing with complete lack of empathy and the robotic nature of how they were talking. Mm-hmm. It just, it really, yes, it crawls under your skin and the pacing of the film crawls as well that's uh, a lot of crawling going on uh, yeah but yeah something you said there shay like the idea of somebody replacing you it's it's such an interesting concept though and it's something that i think we see a lot in films and we've seen in films used in other ways we recently just watched the island which kind of deals with this this similar <laughs> type of thing but more on a, on a grander scale in the michael bay's vision yeah but it's like Okay, you're now dealing with this person, and this movie does also doesn't linger in the sciences, which I respected for, but also maybe I wish there was a little bit more to it because it was just like, yeah, just spin this cup, and then literally next scene is like, all right, here's your here's your clone, you ordered, you know, it's like here here it is, um, and they they the clones are like they have a personality, but and I and I think because Karen Gillan's character was so removed from everyone. When you got her clone, I'm like, yeah, like, I know the point is that her clone seems to get along better with everyone else, but because she was also like a blank slate in that, in that circumstance, there wasn't much of a personality, personality difference though. So I wish there was a little bit more of like a divide between the clones, or at least we got to know the other clone a bit more because it felt like we spent so much time with the original and then this clone was going out, you know, making relationships, you know, doing everything that Karen Gillian's character should have done. But we're, uh, you know, we're we're kind of kept away from that, and I wish we we got a little bit more duality of that. I wonder if it's, you know, we we know like Karen's real self is dealing with depression and just, I guess, the hate, like hating herself. That 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 part of her clone or that part of her body never cloned over because it, it her clone never went through, the, I guess, the, the the life things that led up to that the trauma right. yeah the trauma so i'm wondering if that's you know that's why she this is what she the potential or what she was like before without without the weight of life of what yeah what she's going through now and but i felt like her character and this is nothing not, nothing bad against karen but like just her man like there's a scene where it's supposed to be impactful where she just screams in the car or she's crying yeah but you don't feel it it's just because you don't care you don't care about her or you don't care about the character she portrays and that's where you you just lose interest in what the story is all about yeah and also the comedy aspect of it is not there there are funny parts they're like i want to count them on my hand maybe three or four funny parts but a movie that's really designed to be dark humor you think there would have been more of it and a lot of it goes over your head you're like oh that's supposed to be funny but i didn't find it that funny right See for me, I, I didn't, I didn't see the comedy, and I think that's because I just felt so uncomfortable. But I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, there's moments where I was like, "Am I supposed to laugh?" And that was kind of a similar thing with Silent Night, where it's like, "Do I laugh at this point, or is it?" And we love dark comedy. We're, we're definitely like the, you know, veterans of it. I would say. Yeah, but this is bleak comedy. But this is just, this was just very like, bleak, very bleak. And, and one thing for the movie that I, what I really liked is, is the beginning. Like that, that opening sequence of this film actually had me hooked. I was like, oh. Like, oh, this seems kind of cool. Like, this seems like a very Hunger Games-esque kind of movie. And then as soon as you cut to Karen Gillian and the movie actually starts, you you kind of immediately lose track of it. Um, and something, and I'm not sure if I missed this or not, but 
I found it really weird that they didn't have a way to identify the the um, the clones beyond the eye color. Like right, was- or, and, and it wasn't just, and, and that's just, uh, and, and that's just to your point, Shay. That was just with Karen Gillian's with right. Sarah's clone. Where right. it's like, oh, there was an issue with our toner. Yeah, uh, we couldn't print your eyes. <laughs> we ran out of, we ran out of the ink. Yeah, so but we it, just it was, did blue eyes. Yeah, so it was it, just kind of weird because like when they when they do the whole court scene, they're like, hey, do, do you do you promise you're not the clone? You, yeah. you swear, and she's like, I'm not the clone. And I'm like, huh? Like this is. You would think that they would have like maybe a bracelet, and if that's too much, maybe a, a tattoo or some chip or just something. Something to identify. And, yeah. and, I, and if I missed it, I apologize, but I, I don't think there was a clarification on that. No, there wasn't. And right. I think I think to your point too, like we've seen we've seen recently with After Yang is another you know yes. very science fiction world, but that felt very grounded. This is the same thing, but I think After Yang handled that a lot more beautiful <laughs> like yeah and also dealing with clones in that film too right Ro- in a way robots. yeah yeah robots yeah um i also found it weird that theo james who's in the beginning of the film was just he doesn't show up again it's like we we had these great actors who are participating yeah. in this film we don't utilize them. like i thought we would see him later on maybe he would be some sort of mentor trainer, to, trainer or like whatever just someone she maybe could talk to Right. Like you have this actor who is well known. Like I, I kept looking at him like, I know this guy, but he can't just be in this one scene. And mm-hmm. he essentially is in this one scene. Um, but yeah, it did give me after Yang vibes to it. I guess it was that melodic, that slowness. Yeah. But just missed the mark. Uh, also, I, d- I do want to, especially in hand- and say this with care, uh, trigger warning if you are sensitive to anything that is showing suicide or self-harm. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a scene in this film uh, where you do see a character hang themselves and, and kill themselves. And again, it's a line that this movie kind of balances where you're showing your you know sarah's character karen who plays sarah is watching this video about you know getting a clone and what that's going to be like and it's it's supposed to be one of those moments where it's supposed to be uncomfortable it's supposed to be a little funny as well too and then you're seeing in this video um i guess this person got a clone because you knew they were going to kill themselves and then you see them kill themselves and then the clone is there and then the family comes in and kind of gives the clone a hug and it's very uncomfortable. I think that was one of the most uncomfortable scenes in the movie for me, just because it lingers. So, and I, d- I just, I did want to give you a trigger warning if that is something that you are sensitive to. Um, it definitely made me like tense up, uncomfortable watching it. So, I just wanted to put that out there in case uh, you were like me or you wanted to, you want to uh, avoid seeing anything like that. Let's get to our final recommendations, Anthony. I'm going to get you to start us off. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is definitely a skip. It. This is something. You don't need to run to the theaters to watch. Um, something probably you don't need to see. It's it's not it's not worth it. Truthfully, there's there's better movies out there to um, engage with. Shabazz, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm going to see skip it as well. I think just the nature of the film and the level of being uncomfortable. And I, I say this that I love watching movies that make me uncomfortable because when the director's trying to make that their point, but there's there's something about this where it felt like it was doing it almost without a reason or without a real, you know, vision behind it. And it just it really just upset me. So I'm gonna say skip it. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna say skip it. Again, I know there's an audience out there for this type of movie, but 
yeah, this this movie made me uncomfortable for all the wrong reasons. And like Shay said, I love feeling uncomfortable. I love when a movie is able to move me to an emotion that I don't often feel. Um, but the way it was implemented in this film, it made me, I think, too uncomfortable to ever want to really revisit it. Uh, and like I said, just trigger warning, if you are interested and you want to go out and pursue this film and watch it, uh, just keep in mind that there are a couple scenes that may be very uncomfortable to watch. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Duel. Don't forget, if you are interested, you can check it out in Toronto, Ottawa, Kingston, and Kitchener on Friday, April 29th. Thanks to our friends at VVS, and thank you to them for inviting us to watch this film. It is now playing in the United States, so you can go watch it in the U.S. if you are there. Um, and as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And make sure you check out our episode that we just dropped this previous Monday. It's a Great episode. We cover everything that's going on with Netflix. I also want to remind you all to check out our podcast merch. We do have shirts out right now that you could purchase, and it helps us keep the lights and the mics on here at the Movie Podcast. Make sure you follow us as well at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and follow us on YouTube.com slash the Movie Podcast. I don't want to say the name of our show anymore, but I will say that was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. Yeah.